and many people look at life as a series of problems when in fact if you change that to challenges just a simple change of the vocabulary hey these are the challenges that i've currently got going on the problem there's a for me like the the, the word problem it's just like ugh, it's a right. burden right you know it's just like oh it's something i have to try to solve or i have to get through and it's pain right problem equals pain for right. me right whereas challenge has a completely different state you know the way i'm looking at the, a situation hey this is a challenge oh i'm gonna i'm gonna climb this mountain today like this this ain't gonna stop me i this is not a problem this is a challenge i'm gonna get through it i don't right. know how i may not know how yet right there's a question of maybe how to get through it or how to solve it and it's just but that it's that stance of there's a there you know problem is a passive stance challenge is an active stance you're actively working towards um towards solving it or towards achieving it or towards uh, overcoming that is dr scott mccomas and he's today's guest on the fueled by gratitude podcast he's a performance coach and a superhero trainer he believes everyone has the capacity to be a superhero even when life hits and the challenges come our ways our topic today is controlling your controllables enjoy today's podcast with dr scott mccomas Welcome to the Field by Gratitude podcast. I'm your host, Victoria Dumay, entrepreneur, lifestyle coach, philanthropist, and gratitude junkie. And you've come to the place to be empowered by real and authentic conversations that will unravel you and deliver you to a place of discovering your true authentic self. All right. I am so super excited to have my guest today on the Field by Gratitude podcast, Dr. Scott McComas. He is a performance coach, and I love saying this part, a superhero trainer. And today he is going to talk on a subject that I'm really excited about, which is controlling your controllables. And so without further ado, Scott, come on in, say hi to my audience, introduce yourself a little bit more, and let's get really, let's dive really into this topic, because I think in what we're facing today, this is something people are going to definitely want to grasp. Thank you so much, Victoria. It is great to be here this morning. Hello, everybody. Uh, and uh, usually I say, so I have a little five minute uh, thing that I do every morning on Facebook Live. And so my initial response is, hey, welcome to wait, no, wait, that's not where I am today. I'm actually a guest on a podcast, an awesome podcast, by the way. Um, so yeah, controlling your controllables. Oh, uh, did you did you want to know about the superhero trainer thing first? I don't know if that was part yes, of it. Yes, <laughs> tell, tell everybody about the superhero trainer uh, because I'm sure they're curious about what that's about. Usually that gets a crook of an eyebrow and like, wait, did you just say what I thought you said? Superhero trainer? Yes, I am a I am a I'm a doctor of clinical psychology. I also have a master's in sports psychology, which uh, deals a lot with performance psychology. So I am a a coach that deals in in practical terms and practical matters it deals with performance, uh, which is why I'm the performance coach. But I'm also a lifelong nerd and a geek. I have <laughs> loved uh, superheroes and comic books and Star Wars and you know I liked Star Trek, uh, you know all that stuff growing up. And um, I was I love it. Uh, yeah. And so it's it's this whole concept of a superhero for me is 
it's it's really it's that best version of you your superhero self is the best yeah. version of you i love it and so and then i just i decided to combine it i was like well because it's it's the uh you know i was i was connected with that side of me is like because the the superheroes is the authentic side of me the psychology is what i love to do and it's like chocolate and peanut butter and two great tastes that go great together so yeah you know i i train people to help be their best selves and authentically be their best selves and to become better at whatever they want to become better at you know performance yeah. performance is a wide range of uh you know life is a performance in some as you know in some right. aspects so and we all have that ability to channel that hero in us, that superhero Absolutely. in us. And Absolutely. The superhero. You know, I know I get pumped up when I watch some Wonder Woman, you know, shows <laughs> or the movie. I'm like, yeah, I want to be Wonder Woman. <laughs> Is she your favorite superhero? You know what? You know what? Female-wise, obviously, yeah. Okay. I would, okay. Because you know, I am a female, so I love that. But, like, I, you know what? You know who my favorite comic was superhero comic was spider-man growing up like he still is my favorite <laughs> he's my favorite superhero is spider-man but yeah wonder woman kicks ass so i, I love her <laughs> got it yeah. yeah awesome yeah so controlling your controllables controlling like your what? controllables yeah tell us more about what this means yeah so controlling your controllables we spend a lot of energy trying to affect things that we have either limited or no control over okay. and it's 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 wasted energy and but we we get stressed about it we we get attached to the outcomes around the things that that we have limited or no control over and it can become frustrating and uh, you know it can lead to um you know the, a vicious cycle uh in right. fact where you're trying to control something and you're putting energy into it and it the it doesn't you know it's not going your way for some reason and 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 as humans like there's a part of this that's natural like we're it, we <laughs> we're gonna do this the the trick is um, to become aware of where you are putting your energy and where you're putting both mental energy physical energy whatever whatever kind of energy that is and yeah putting it into the things that you have full control over, like putting more of it into the things that, that you have full control over. And there are right. three things that you have full control over and they are your mindset, your responses Perfect. and your effort. I'm going to write this down. Mindset, <laughs> mindset. Was number one. Mindset number, is number one. Number two. Responses. Responses. Yep. And number Not, three. And effort. And effort. I love this. Because when you put your energy into those things, which you have full control over, like we are, you're let you, or at least I become less attached to outcome. I become, yeah. and focus on, focus on uh, the process rather than the results. The results are going to be what the results are. And right. if you want to change the results, you may have to change parts of the process to get the results you want. But part right. of that process is being in control and focusing on making sure you have the right mindset, making sure that you when that you're responding in such a way that is productive for you rather than and I, I don't like to say positive because you can be positive and still be very unproductive. <laughs> right. right. Um, 
and uh, and your effort, which is putting the right amount of effort. And there's 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 two aspects to effort, though, uh, that people people get the first aspect. Because what do you think when when I say the word effort? What do you think? Like taking action. Taking like, action. Take action on. I, right. I feel like that's what it means to me. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Putting energy, like it's it's an energy, like I'm pushing, I'm putting effort towards getting something done, which means I'm putting right. energy into it and action. Now the question, the second part of, of effort that I think people sometimes overlook is strategy. Okay. Because if I want to run through a brick wall, if I want to get through a brick wall and I run really fast towards it to try to run through it, am I putting a lot of effort, energy into it? Hmm. Uh, yeah, you are. I mean, you're, I think so. You're right. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. The answer is yes. I mean, I'm putting yeah. a lot of energy. I'm sprinting towards the wall. Am I going to get through the wall? Probably not. No. Am I going to yeah. give myself a concussion? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> More likely I'm going to give myself a concussion or I'm going to hurt myself pretty badly. So it's a lot of energy, but it's not productive energy. Right. So, so being able to suss out where the energy is going so that it is more productive and, and that there's a try there can be a trial and error process to that and so the thing is not to get discouraged about that which actually that goes into mindset which is persistence persistence being a key component of mindset and can i like when i think of you saying mindset when mm -hmm. in, under this like subject of controlling your controllables mm -hmm. I, there's this quote that i love and it mm -hmm. says like if you change the way you think of something what you look at changes and I can't, and I might be like saying that completely a little bit off, but it's something it's basically when you change the way you think, what you look at changes. Yes. So like your circumstances all of a sudden start to change yes. the way you think about the circumstance is different than what, like you have control over the way you think about that. Absolutely. So is that like the mindset part? Like, because it I, is. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, there, there, there's a big piece of that. That is the mindset part. So for instance, yeah. A lot of us, you know, there are problems in life. There are, you know, we, we look at life in a, as, and, and many people look at life as a series of problems when, in fact, if you change that to challenges, just a simple change of the vocabulary. Hey, these are the challenges that I've currently got going on. The problem, there's a, for me, like the, the, the word problem, it's just like, ugh, it's a right. burden, right? You know, it's just like, oh, it's something I have to try to solve or I have to get through and it's pain, right? Problem equals pain for right. me right whereas challenge has a completely different state you know the way i'm looking at the, a situation hey this is a challenge oh i'm gonna i'm gonna climb this mountain today like this this ain't gonna stop me i this is not a problem this is a challenge i'm gonna get through it i don't right. know how i may not know how yet right there's a question of maybe how to get through it or how to solve it and it's just but that it's that stance of there's a, there, you know, problem is a passive stance. Challenge is an active stance. You're actively working towards, um, towards solving it or towards achieving it or towards uh, overcoming whatever yeah. that, that is. And I, I love that aspect because you almost, with the word challenge, you're almost like, oh, this is challenging, but you also initiate an idea that you're still going to conquer it. Like you're still yeah. going to do it. It's challenging, yeah. but I'm still going to like get through this i'm gonna find and some way yeah exactly like it shifts that energy i guess of like oh i got this one of the things i train on is like when someone says you know that's so hard and then i say but you can do hard things and it was like right. oh 
because you've done hard things in the past. So it's like, but, but it gives you more of that empowerment to be like, oh, like a challenge, you can get through it. And yes. uh, a hard, difficult situation, you can do it because you've done it before type concept. So I love that. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> for the moment. Um, yeah, for the mindset part. I don't know well, if you for, wanted to elaborate on number one more. Yeah, yeah. No, I wanted to. So when I talk about mindset, I don't know if... Um, when I talk about mindset, I'm really talking, I call it the superhero mindset, but really it's also, uh, if anybody is familiar with Dr. Carol Dweck and her work on growth mindset, this is what I'm talking about with the, with the, 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 the productive mindset. This is when people are in this superhero mindset, this is where things become, um, this is where achievement really starts to happen. And people tend to succeed more, a lot more when they, they take on this growth mindset aspect. And there's a couple of pieces to it. Uh, I've broken it down into four major aspects, okay. which, is, which is, so mindset is perceiving events and situations as challenges, which we've just talked about, persisting in the face of setbacks, uh, putting in the proper amount of effort. So there's this effort piece that comes from number three that is also part of number one. Mm -hmm. And then getting feedback, honest feedback about whatever you're doing in order to be able to change the strategy if you need to. I love it. So challenges, persistence, effort, and feedback. I love it. If you can see events and situations through those four aspects, like you, you will have a solid foundation. And the second thing is about growth mindset, which is the whole purpose of growth mindset is growth mindset is all about skill development. Mm -hmm. There's a, there's the opposite side of the coin is the, is a fixed mindset, which right. is, uh, so some, some people see, like you, I like art, let's take art for example. Um, I have always considered myself a terrible artist. And, you know, as a kid, I tried to draw a comic book, right? And after the fourth attempt where, you know, things just got worse <laughs> as I tried to draw things, I, you know, that was it, I was done. I, I, I crumpled everything up and I threw it away. I felt like it was all getting worse each time. And when it really wasn't, like maybe I was getting incrementally better, but I thought I had no talent for art. So I stopped. And there's a there's this this thought out, there's this thought out there, there's thinking out there that that you you are born with a certain amount of talent. And that's you can't grow it, and that's it, right? So people are naturally born to do certain things. It's a little, in my estimation, it's a little more complicated than that. You are certainly born with, with you have buckets. I call them buckets. You have buckets, like an athletic bucket or a, a reading bucket or, uh, um, you know, there, there are these, all these, but they can all be broken down into skills. So athletics can be broken down into skills, but you, you're born with a certain amount of it. Now, if you decide to develop it, you can. You just have to work at it. You have to put in the reps. You have to put in the time and the practice and work at getting 1% better every day. And slowly over time, that bucket will start to fill up and you'll get better and better and better. 
So it's growth mindset is all about focusing on skills and skill development versus fixed mindset, which is like, it's just talent. You're born with a certain amount and that's it. And so you, it's like fate. I'm fated to never be an artist. Well, if I really wanted to be an artist, I probably could. I'd have to put them, I'd have to put in the work. Like I'd have to practice it uh, in order to develop my skills around it. And if I decided to do that, if I decided to invest my time in that, I could. Right. Because with that mindset, you're also creating the possibility versus a fixed uh-huh. mindset closes any possibility of anything else. You've already exactly. made the decision and decided that there's no possibility for it. A growth mindset allows the possibility. Exactly. Exactly. I love it. Yeah. Awesome. So are we moving on to number two here? I guess, I guess we're, I'm, I guess we're, <laughs> I guess I'm we're, taking lots of notes. <laughs> got it. Uh, yeah. We're, let's move on to number two. So number two is responses and responses is a very broad, can be a very broad category, but the important thing to note is that a response is a choice. It's a yeah. decision versus a reaction, which is like someone presses one of your buttons, you blow up and you, you, you had no control over that. And people, <laughs> so, you know, but what do you, what do you have, what do you respond to? So uh, I'm sorry, what can you, what are some of the things that you can respond to? And some of the, and, and I think one of the ways to differentiate is, is to talk a little bit about a couple of things that you really, you don't have full control over, which mm-hmm. are your thoughts and emotions. Mm-hmm. If I tell you right now, I dare you not to think of a pink elephant. I double dog dare <laughs> you not to think of a pink elephant right now. Right, right. What pops into your head? A pink elephant, of Did you have control? <laughs> did you have control over that? No, you yeah. know what's funny is I like to think that I do. Yeah, but I we do, yeah. we yeah. do. We like to think we have control over our thoughts, but our thoughts are conscious and subconscious. Like it is, it's powerful. And there are things going- There's definitely a lot of things like kind of working on autopilot because I teach a lot about subconscious thoughts and beliefs that if you're not aware of what's there, you can't start to shift that mindset, right? Like you, yep. Yeah. Yes. And you just hit on a key, key piece there is that awareness piece. Right. You, if you don't, so for instance, let's go with the, uh, let's go with the chocolate and vanilla example. If I, (laughs) if I'm born and I'm, and I am introduced to ice cream, I'm introduced to Mm -hmm. vanilla ice cream. Ice cream is good. Vanilla ice cream is good. Mm -hmm. But I never am introduced to any other flavor of ice cream. Right. What choice do I have about the ice cream I'm going to eat? I don't have a choice. I'm not aware. Right, I'm not aware of anything else out there in order to eat. But then at some point, someone introduces me to the world of chocolate. Oh, <laughs> and suddenly, <laughs> suddenly I have, I taste, I can, I taste chocolate. Oh my God. Chocolate ice cream is the bomb. Have you tried chocolate ice cream? Oh my God. If you haven't tried chocolate ice cream, you need to try chocolate ice cream. Right. And suddenly cho- I'd suddenly, but now I'm aware that chocolate ice cream exists. And yeah. I, I now have a choice about which ice cream I want to eat. I can choose now, like I can go with vanilla if I really wanted to, or I can choose chocolate, chocolate or vanilla because now, or, or if I'm really daring and really creative, I go with the swirl and I go with both. Right. 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 Yeah. So <laughs> it's, 
it's all about awareness. The you are awareness. absolutely right. Yeah. Awareness. So having, yeah. And that's one of the things that I taught, which is why the gratitude bell arose is because I was in, I was present and aware that, wow, a lot of my thoughts were actually keeping me in what we call it a low vibration energy mm. spiral downward spiral versus the upward spiral that we want mm. to be in. And so being present to, oh my gosh, these are kind of like with these subconscious thoughts. Then I was able to, with awareness, then shift. Okay, well, I'm going to ring my gratitude bell so I can shift into gratitude and look for things to be grateful for to kind of elevate me up so that it's kind of like, otherwise I was just, you know, on autopilot thinking all these you know, lower you know, negative thoughts that I was what like, a great oh, response. What a fantastic yeah. response. And yeah. that that because that that came out of a decision that you made a choice that you made when you became aware. Yes, that the low vibrational thoughts were having Dominating. that impact on you. Yes, it was. I mean, it was I was able to figure out why I was always stressed why I had such severe anxiety, which then developed mm. gastrointestinal issues for me. Oh. And I mean, the list goes on and I'm like, whoa, wait a second. It's because I have these thoughts all the time that are consuming my mind, keeping me up at night. Mm. Um, and even though I thought I was a positive person and an optimistic person, I realized what was dominating were more of the fearful thoughts, mm. yeah. um, what, I, what I would, you know, kind of categorize in, in a categorize some of my thoughts in more of a fearful mindset or even fixed mindset, pessimistic mm -hmm. mindset, which you, most people think, you know, they're, that they're positive, but until you really start to unravel your thoughts, you're like, wait, wait a second. I'm actually more negative than I am positive, even though I think I'm a positive person. 70% so, of our thoughts are, are negative. negative, right? Yes, exactly. Thank you. And so this is, you know, this is, this is how my gratitude coaching began is because I realized that we have 50 to women supposedly have about 80,000 thoughts a day, which 90% are the same as yesterday, which come mm -hmm. for the 99% of those thoughts from yesterday are the subconscious thoughts, which mm. like you said, are more negative. So it's like, let's say you go to the gym, it takes you 20 minutes to burn 200 calories, but one second to eat 200 calories. <laughs> so I use this yeah. analogy because I'm like, you can have a couple good thoughts a day, but guess what? Guess what weighs more than negative right. thoughts? And if right. you're having more negative thoughts, no wonder things aren't working your way. Right. It's like you're trying to get the six pack abs, but it ain't happening because you just <laughs> spent 20 minutes at the gym, but you're eating, you know, junk. And that's what our, our thoughts is what we consume. Absolutely. Yeah. No, yeah. Abs that's a great analogy. Thinking about our yeah. thoughts as, as food that we calories. Eat as as, yeah, that we consume. Absolutely. Well, yeah. you know, because it is, it's, it's just, it's our soul food. Really. Yes. It's, it's not, it's not our physical food, but it's our soul food. And, and, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. it's, it, we get caught up so easily because we're on autopilot. We get caught up so easily in cultural yeah. norms and cultural values. And because we live in a society where, uh, you know, capitalistic society where, you, you, in order to sell stuff to other people, there's a, there's a, this undercurrent of, well, we got to make them think that there's something wrong with them in order for them to buy our products. Right. So, and, and most of the time people are creating a lot of problems. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's important to be with the whole responses, like, so A, the key is awareness. And you have to work at awareness. You have to be intentional and deliberate about being able to 
suss out or to catch those thoughts that may not be working for you, that may not be produ- productive for you, may actually be, uh, you know, hurting you in, you know, yeah. in, in many senses. And emotions are the same thing because emotional states are the exact, we don't have full control over our emotional states. We can move ourselves around in emotional states, but we have to be intentional and deliberate about it. So for instance, for me, uh, if I'm feeling low, if I'm in a low vibrational state, for instance, we'll go with the, that, that, that terminology, mm-hmm. I go for a run. And yes. going for a run, being physical pulls me out of that. Right. And allows, it resets me. It, 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 it resets me into a place where I can be working from a space of not that low vibrational energy, but where I'm, where I'm actually feeling good about myself. I've got, and I've got good, yes. good neurotransmitters pumping through me at that point too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for sure. I love that. And that's, a, that's also a form of response. Like suddenly I, I realize I'm in a low vibrational state. What's my response? I go, I go run. I go work yeah. out. I do something physical in order to reset my, yeah. my physical state. And that could look different for everybody. I I've, I heard oh, yeah. one podcast yeah. with this one. I think it was Angie Lee. I love Angie Lee's podcast. And she talks about how she'll put a high vibe song and just have a dance party. And I'm like, that sounds fun. Like, <laughs> I love dancing. You know, like, I love, I know some songs that would just pump me up, you know? And I'm like, ooh, dance parties sound fun, you know? So yeah. whether it's running or high vibe energy to dance to, get that adrenaline going and get those neurotransmitters, like you said. And yeah. I love that. I love that. I look for ways I do. I am the gratitude girl. So I love, I look for ways to ring my bell. But what I do is I actually look for someone um, to send a little video of me ringing my bell and I send gratitude messages. So I'll be like, I'm ringing my gratitude bell for you because you know, whatever. And, um, and so I do little, what I call like gifs or gifs or whatever with me, like the bell, because <laughs> uh-huh. I use the boomerang app and I'm like, this is me ringing my bell for you. And it puts me in a higher mood because I also give gratitude to others. Cause I believe you, when you give gratitude, you bring gratitude back. Um, Absolutely. so, and it, it's a high vibe energy thing too, for me to do. So I love it. Or I have a team and I like to shout out my team or, um, and everyone can always use a pick me up. And, and I always say when you give someone else a compliment, it also makes you feel good in a way. Like yeah. almost like you got a compliment too. Yeah. 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 Making others that. feel better about themselves. Oh, it's, it's, yeah. that is such, it's a great way of, of, of helping. Not only that's a win-win, it's a total win-win because that not only helps them, hopefully, you know, or gives them yeah. appreciation and uh, people you know, love to be acknowledged and appreciated. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so and, awesome so awesome all right no and i know we only have a few more minutes left but where are we moving on to number three effort because i i love all these notes this is going to be <laughs> team training stuff yeah effort three number three effort and and i i spoke a little bit about it already i think i went through right. most of it which was the yeah the energy like so you have to be in action like where you that's what you said uh i liked what you said about being in action that was great and uh there's that strategy piece to effort as well that sometimes people overlook which are you you know are you doing things in a way that that is getting the results that you want to get for yourself if not if not like so there's a great quote that i that I learned when I first started, this was many moons ago, when I first started personal development work or self-growth work, it's if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always gotten. Right. Yep. 
Yeah, 100%. I say these things too. In order to, <laughs> sometimes you have to stop being who you are in order to be who you want to be. And I can, again, I'm probably butchering the, uh, <laughs> the quote, but that's basically what it means. It's like sometimes you have to stop being who you are in order to be who you want to be. And it's the same thing with our actions. You got If you're doing the same actions, you get the same results. If you have the same thoughts, you're going to get the same results because um, thoughts are emotional energies. Yeah, exactly. So, and they're yeah. like, they, they, they're also like clothes in a way. These thoughts, mm -hmm. if a thought doesn't work for you, if something doesn't work for you, don't use it. Right. You find, you find what works for you. You find what's authentically helpful to you. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm, I, by all, any stretch, I am not like, I, I, I've, I've had a lot of education. I have a lot of tools and if they don't work for you, for you, don't use them. Like that's fine. What works for you. That's, that's right. part of this, this whole process, but, but it's important to, I think what the key is, is a, devoting yourself uh, or mm -hmm. being intentional and deliberate about becoming more aware. Mm -hmm. like what, what are your buttons? What ticks you off? What, what are, because that inward journey, it's, it can be growth and that can be uncomfortable at times because you, you know, growth requires you to kind of push that, that comfort boundary, that comfort envelope. And yes. it is the most rewarding journey at the end of the day that, mm -hmm. that I have found. It's also, it, but it also takes a lot of strength uh, and courage. And, yeah. but, but if you, if you're intentional and deliberate about it, creating that awareness, the more awareness you, you create, the more responses you're able to, to, to create, which yes. incre increases your response ability. Yes. <laughs> See what I, I did there? It. I love it. <laughs> you know, my first uh, course that I wrote um, as a coach was called Reveal to Heal. Mm. And the whole reveal part is exactly what you just said. It's the, mm. it's the discovery. It's the mm. awareness. Because a lot of the times, and I love that you talk about strategy. How can you create a strategy without not knowing what it is needs to be working or fixed to begin with? Yeah. The strategy has to happen after you have the level of awareness. Now you get to create a specific strat strategy to heal, to, to fix it. Because what I think what happens is most people take actions and then they realize why they're not getting results. Well, the actions you're doing aren't giving are weren't in correlation to the strategies to fix what you're trying to fix. Right. So it's almost like, let's say, you know, it, like, cause you're the performance coach here <laughs> and, you know, I, let's bring the analogy of fitness in, in a, in a sense, I love using fitness as an analogy with mindset work is mm. if, if you wanted to develop more muscle and bulk up versus, you know, slimming down, there are strategies <laughs> to bulking up. Right. Right. And so someone might go for a 45 minute run doing cardio. And then they're like, why am I not <laughs> bulking up? And then the, the coach is going to be like, well, because you're doing 45 minutes runs and that's slimming you versus bulking you. Right. And, right. and I know this because I'm a fitness girl and I, and I, I've learned this where I can get different results in my body by the workouts that I do. And when I do long, long distance running, I get more skinnier versus more thicker, I guess you could right. say, you know, right, right, so, right. And I had to learn that the hard way. And I'm like, why am I, I don't, I'm, I don't want to look like this. I'm trying to look like this. So the, you know, so that's why it's so great to have strategies 
that get you the results. And in life, it's the same way. If yep. you are looking to have this type of result in your business or in your marriage or in your parenting, there's like, you got to create an alignment for that, you, the right intention, alignment and strategies for that result versus a, res, a you know, taking actions in vain, almost like you're doing all this work. You're like, you're really not going to get the result there, you know, yep. um, which I love the love languages, you know, the five love languages, yes. you know, because it's like if your husband or partner or wife is a, you know, acts of service, let's say, but you, but you're gifting her all the gifts. And you're like, why isn't she responding the way I want her to? <laughs> well, because she wants you to wash the dishes. She doesn't want the earrings, you know? <laughs> exactly. And you're going all out of your way to do all these actions or like buying the gifts. And then you're like, but she's not responding the way I want. It's like, got to figure out how to get what you want. And then the strategies work, right? So. I love and, this. So and, and I think one last piece to this is don't try to do it all by yourself. Mm. There's yeah. a piece about community in here and getting support from people. And because we're, we're as human beings, the experience of being human is about being in community. And yeah, so finding that. that the, your tribe, finding the right people that will support you and help you and give you and be honest with you, right? At the right. same time, you know, being able to be honest with you, but in a way that supports you, not does not denigrates you in any way, shape, or form. Right, right. That's, the tough love. That's counterproductive. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so finding that community, finding that support. And if you have a question, if you like, if you're lost, if you're completely lost, like I don't even know where to begin. Well, the place to begin is to find people who have gotten the results that you want to get. Yeah. And what did it. they do to get those results? Get there. I love it. Yeah, so true. So true. And, you know, I, I follow this neuroscientist. Like she's, She did this pod podcast. Her name is Dr. Caroline Leaf. I love her. Hmm. And she talked um, one time very, very in-depth about, like, how important community is and that the cultures that thrive and live the longest are the biggest in community, hmm. that they do life together versus alone. Right. Oh, and I love that. Doing life yeah. together. Ah, I like that. Doing, yeah. And it's a very centered around community. Mm. It's like everybody watches out for each other type thing. Like kids start walking to school at like on alone by age five, because the culture knows that everybody's like, that's everybody's child, almost like a concept of that. And so I love that. I love the community aspect of that. I totally agree with you that we're not, we're not in this alone. We're all we're all intertwined. We're it's, all connected it, we are. together. Yes. Absolutely. When you win, I win. And that's how it works. <laughs> and I, that's, I that's, it. and I think if, if everyone were committed to being a, being their best selves, you know, stepping into their superhero self and working on, on seeing the possibilities of win-wins. Yes. There doesn't have to be like, it doesn't have to be a loser. We can all win. That we can, cool. and if and we do that by working at that and and being and having that as a mindset. I mean, you can have that as a mindset. It's an abundance mindset. Yes, that is that is abundance mindset. Is I, is yes is the win win. So and what would I the world talk about abundance mindset a lot, a lot. <laughs> because. The fueled by gratitude life is in alignment with an abundance mindset. It's giving gratitude for the abundance that's already there, that's available, that's giving. When you give the gratitude, you get to have it. 
it's the bring the gratitude back part of it. So I love the abundance mindset. So, oh my goodness. So Dr. Scott, how can people work with you? And I know I'm going to be able to have um, in the show notes of the podcast, your links, your contact, Yep. All the things, All but those... in in general, how how do you work with people? So I, I I have two areas in which I work with people. So I do coaching, obviously. <laughs> that's that's yeah. one area I work with people. Uh, individual coaching. I also am all working with uh, starting a new project where we're going to be working with kids and going to be working directly with kids to help them step into their superhero selves, so we can create not only create kids who are competent and, and, and basically teaching them things that the schools don't really teach. So we're looking at things like leadership and teamwork and mm. contribution and creativity and critical thinking. All of these, these are skills that kids really need. So there's a, there's a secondary focus that I'm going to be working with kids and families both uh, to really help kids shine and be able to step into their superhero selves and then be able to create families that are, you know, again, it's that community aspect where, you know, families can can be superhero families as well. I love um, it. That's going to be coming down the pipe. Uh, my website is heroyou2.com, H-E-R-O-Y-O-U-2 dot com and that is where some of my offerings are located and if you want to reach me directly you know my link is going to be there my email is going to be there but uh you know scott at mccomas m-c-c-o-m-a-s-c-g dot com if you want to if you want to talk to me i'm here yeah would love to have a conversation oh my goodness so excited to have you on i'm so grateful for you but before we go i know that we have a little um little time dilemma here but i gotta ask all my guests (laughs) this final question okay because this is the fueled by gratitude so i'm going to ask you one of the questions is what are three things right now you are currently grateful for wow uh i Mm -hmm. am grateful for like i'm a coach but i also have coaches because i need coaches in order for Mm -hmm. myself to get better so i am grateful for i am grateful for my coaches I am grateful for, I'm grateful for, very grateful for where I'm living right now. I love Florida. I love oh, me being, too. I love being <laughs> in warm weather. <laughs> I, this is, this is huge. And so I am very grateful even today when it's a little bit like today, it's a little bit chilly outside, but you know, I, I don't, it's, it's still 60 degrees, 65 degrees. Like I'm grateful. I'm very, very, very grateful for that. And I am very, very grateful for where the universe has put me right now in being able to be start to be in a position to really help and transform people's lives into what they want their lives to be and to do it in a in an authentic way for themselves because i, I think it. i think it's there's power in that in authenticity yes so. oh gosh i could have, we could do a whole podcast <laughs> we do another one authenticity <laughs> yes i love it i I think I've gotten deeper and deeper into that, the authenticity subject. And I love it more and more because it allows you to be so free. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's the most freeing experience. Um, exactly. Yeah, Maybe the next podcast interview with you will be where we can talk about authenticity and how that relates into the whole superhero in you. I you would know? love but, to. Yes. So we will definitely have to have you back on for that because that's a topic that I'm very passionate about, um, especially as I've, I experienced more on more authenticity in my life as well. So, oh my goodness, 
thank you so much thank Scott, you. for being on. This has been a, such a pleasure and so much good nuggets that you shared with us today. And I'm looking forward to having you back on. I love it. Thank you so much, Victoria. It's been such a, it's been awesome to be here. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Fueled by Gratitude. It is my honor and pleasure to give you a weekly dose of some positivity, uplifting words, and some mindset and lifestyle principles that you can use to transform into your best version. If you loved what you heard today, please share this episode with your friends and make sure to check out my woman mindset group called Mad Women. Link in the comments in the show notes. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll catch you next time on another episode.